0: Oh
1: yeah, there it is. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> Woo. What a way to start a Wednesday. Oh, it's beautiful. That, that awesome walking
0: baseline bass line getting us every day. That's right, that's right. Every Wednesday morning, it just makes you feel good. It's better. Oh! How's the chat? Everybody...
1: Chat's oh, heating got... up already. Yep, yep, yep. Good, good check-ins on the weather.
0: Nobody yeah, seems I'd... to
1: be, nobody seems to be complaining. I don't see anybody uh, saying that they're in the middle of a hurricane, so that's always nice. Good morning, Cassie. Thanks for joining hey, us again.
0: Nice. Very yeah, cool. we we're going to be 111 on Sunday in beautiful Arizona, so More we're tough. super psyched about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. Oof, mackerel. Well, this
0: it's not been... freezing in Canada,
1: so oh, there you go. Seattle becomes the best weather in the country right about now. <laughs> watch yeah. Out. yeah, stays right in the middle, eh? And never mm-hmm. never in the extremes. Never 111.
0: Yeah, Chris, who is that in the other box over there?
1: Well, it's Seattleite, Mike Tholson, who, uh who is joining us here today. Mike, um, we're, you're kind of crossing over from from audiences a little bit here today. You're uh, you're more more infamous as we were talking in the green room uh, in the education space. Give us a little bio of yourself. Uh, tell the folks about yourself.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on the show today. So, yeah, my name's Mike, and I work on the Microsoft Education team, and I'm a product manager. So what that means is I help build products in the education space, and historically it's been more in the K-12 space. And I've been at Microsoft almost 26 years, which is uh, all this gray hair has been hard earned. <laughs> and I didn't start in education. I started, i worked in engineering. I've worked on various products across Microsoft, I actually ran into Brent here, which is kind of interesting. Here's my corporate learning tie in. I ran into Brent here back in 2006 or seven, when I was working on the OneNote team. And I was experimenting with education concepts on OneNote, but also I was experimenting with OneNote in corporate training and learning and I ran into Brent and I presented at an e-learning conference that he helped run. And so I've done a lot of stuff there, but in the last probably seven or eight years, I've been exclusively in mainly K through 12 education. And I work on things like if you've heard of a OneNote class notebook, it's the education version of OneNote. I work on inclusive and accessible tools like the immersive reader. We have a brand new reading fluency tool called Reading Progress that we just announced that I work on. And a lot of our sort of inclusive classroom technologies and then Microsoft Teams. So I do a lot of product building behind the scenes, although maybe outside the company, uh, I'm also known
1: for talking
2: about our products as well, <laughs> well in various ways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you certainly do seem to be uh, the, the the face for a lot of the things that you, that you get involved with. Um, and we have an official official topic for today, and that is talking. Um, mm-hmm. We wanted to catch up with you because you've been doing something, doing some things, um, and it ties in nicely with the corporate training world too, teaching people, you know, tasks and uh, and other you know required knowledge, etc. Uh, but it's a it's a fascinating form. What what I guess first got you into using TikTok? Yeah, it's
2: it's a good question because uh, I have this thing I say now, which is is. If I start mocking a platform, that usually means that I'm (laughs) going to start using it extensively. That's what I've learned. Uh, Because I did that with Twitter, and then I did it with YouTube, and now I've done it with TikTok. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'll actually wind back a little bit because I didn't just jump into TikTok and have no experience in experimenting with new platforms. I mean, originally, in about 2014, I was working on the education team. And I was trying to help get the word out. Like we were launching the OneNote Class Notebook, which was something that I worked on sort of back in the day when it was born. And it was hard to get, and I understand why, but like corporate social media uh, isn't, they don't want to do all the things that I might want to do. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's great. We will put out a tweet in this month and we'll do this other thing next month. And I was like, no, I want to tweet this. I want to talk about that. I want to blog about this. And, you know, they they have a big calendar and they they couldn't, uh, accommodate my needs, let's say. <laughs> and so I said, okay, well there's this Twitter thing I know about and I just know that like Justin Bieber is on Twitter and it just seems like you know here's my lunch people tweeting out stuff. you know that's that's all I thought about it and I just started I said, okay, I'll just go experiment. And so I started experimenting on Twitter and talking with teachers and tweeting out stuff we were doing and and ultimately learned to really enjoy Twitter. I, th- I think it's a great platform. And so I I did that for a while. And then when the pandemic kicked in, you know, I hadn't really done YouTube, hadn't done TikTok, hadn't done much else. And then when the pandemic kicked in, there were a lot of teachers who were hungry for information. Like, you know, all of you can probably remember back in March and April, everyone's like, how do I use Teams? How do I do this? How do I do that? I've been told I have to do all these things in like a week. (laughs) And so kind of on accident on Twitter, I I remember I put out a tweet that showed people how to do screen recording in PowerPoint. And that the tweet was like a a one minute video. And I think that video got like 60,000 views in, you know, a day or something. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe all these people who are wanting to learn how to do stuff or asking questions about how to do this. Maybe if I made a YouTube video, uh, I could help more people. and, And you know, all these people who are, I can't help all of them on Twitter one at a time. And so, I was like, okay, I'll this. I didn't even know what a YouTube channel was. Literally, I was like, I knew what YouTube was, obviously. I didn't know the, I didn't understand the concept of a channel. I'd never subscribed to anyone in my life. I was just like, I just go to YouTube and I see some videos. That's all I know. And so, and, I, and then when I heard about the concept of YouTubers, you're like, what? What does that even mean? But now I understand all those things. So then I started making videos during the pandemic, and they became pretty popular, especially with teachers just yeah. helping people learn about stuff. Which is, you know, it's an important topic when when people are hungry for information, and and that's when I learned how to actually make videos because you know I'm not that I'm a pro now, but I, I'm beyond novice, you could say, and I, <laughs> I'm efficient, you could say, with making the videos. So I made all these videos, and and again, TikTok was like a thing that, you know, dancing and thirteen year olds in my brain. I'm like oh, TikTok, I don't even know what that is. And so mocking it, right? Yeah. On Twitter, <laughs> start using it. Mock YouTube, start using it. Mock TikTok. Oh, look at me now. And so, <laughs> but Bob probably back in um, August, maybe in September, I can't remember when, but at some point in the fall, uh, because I'd been doing all these things, helping teachers on whether it was YouTube or blogging or tweeting, that inside of Microsoft, some the person who was heading up our professional development efforts in education. So I'm on the education team and I build products. I'm a product manager and engineering stuff. But then I had this other side, which was working with a lot of educators and teachers. And so I was asked by my leadership because the person previously in charge of professional development, meaning not creating all of it, but helping coordinate because there's lots of different wings and channels of how you do professional development. And they said, hey, Mike, you do a lot of this stuff already. Could you help us with the strategy of what we want to do during this remote learning and hybrid learning? I was like, okay, sure. And so one of the things I said I'd like to do is just experiment with new platforms and new directions, just as something different. And I was like, wow, what if I what if I took a I had some short YouTube videos? I was like, what if I took a couple of short YouTube videos that I made and I just like put them on TikTok just as an experiment, really? And I did that a couple times. And I did it really poorly, right? Cause I didn't know what I was doing. I did <laughs> how to use the app. I put them in horizontal mode, oh, to say, yeah, totally experiment. And they didn't do that well. They kind of like, you know, a couple of them did like, okay, but it was, you know, I had like maybe 200 followers or something. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, a, a huge success. And I tried it for maybe like a month or something. And then we got busy and I sort of stopped doing it. But then Hi. probably Hi. My in, my name's Mike I'm a in, in January Education. Uh, this year, year in um in January of this year I had some teacher friends right I'm friends with a lot of teachers and so for anyone but maybe on this these folks know some of these folks or not but
0: we have some oh, educators here
2: yeah okay so holly clark if you know who holly clark is really popular educator she's she's amazing does a lot of great like pd she's big on conferences and twitter and other places and she here and I were chit chatting about just some random stuff and she said hey mike some teachers and I are experimenting with TikTok, like just to with PD on TikTok. And if you want to come join us, there was like a group of like five or six, you know, come join us. It was, you know, Jenny Long or Celie Clark, um Monica Burns, and some folks are fairly well known. And and then she said, why don't you come join us on this little we, we created a um like a I mess like a group chat, like an iMessage group chat where we would just experiment, right? It's like, hey, I'm gonna try making a video. Hey, I'm gonna post this or that. And I was like, sure, I, I tried that back in the fall, it didn't go very well, but I'll try it again. And so I started experimenting more and then I I sort of hit on a few things that seemed to work, and then all of a sudden just went whoosh. And then and yeah, here we are now. <laughs> <laughs> well you, um, go ahead, Brett.
0: I was just gonna say thirty six thousand YouTube followers. That's not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or, I w- yeah, I don't know what and you're oh shoot um TikTok tock oh, i can it, even
1: post
2: you'd suggest it. i've got some of the links here i can post in the chat as well people yeah, want to go ahead three
0: hundred thousand followers on TikTok and one million likes on your TikTok. Hmm.
2: yeah it's uh it hit a nerve with some people
0: as <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there's lots mm-hmm. of learning there i mean the the um when I first, I, I think I saw that you were doing this when I saw you posted something on LinkedIn and I went, and I, of course, like you, at first I rolled my eyes and I'm like, yeah. oh, TikTok again. I'm like, well, but maybe Mike's doing something cool. Hopefully somebody has done, started doing something, you know? And so I went over begrudgingly and uh and checked it out and i was like oh my gosh this is great it's like just the little tiny snippets in the right format you know all that kind of stuff you know we're still having debates on whether or not horizontal video is or vertical video is even valuable Any, you know and i'm like come on we're past that aren't we
1: <laughs>
0: it's hard I will
2: say it's harder and different or it's just different right like you yeah. just have to do things differently but it it so many people are on mobile now, right? Like YouTube Shorts is out here,
1: yeah. vertical video. So, yeah, yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, some of those things you discovered because it really is, um, like it's a different visual language with different potentials and and uh, etc. To, to use as a, a tool for communicating. Um, let's talk about some of those things that you had to do differently or even think about differently, you know, say compared to making YouTube videos.
2: Yeah, no, that's a it's an interesting one. i'd say uh there's probably a few things and and again some of them i stumbled on some of them i just looked and saw what other people are doing or what seemed to work and and then a lot of it is just putting out videos and seeing which ones are resonating so one thing i do is i i just talk I, i start the video the same way typically every time and you don't have to do that but a lot of times they say if you're trying to develop like a, a, not even a brand, but like something that people will sort of instantly recognize if they've heard it before. And Oh yeah, it's one of these things. So I always, I refer to them as micro tips, kind of like, you know, Microsoft tip or a very small Mm -hmm. tip, but I always say like, and on TikTok, you have to, you actually have to hook people in the first few seconds. That's what they say a lot. I mean, YouTube is similar (laughs) you might have 15 seconds on YouTube or 10 seconds. And on TikTok, they say you've got like three seconds basically, because the way TikTok works is People are scrolling it and it like the video starts as soon as you scroll. Like on YouTube, you typically have to go and click a thumbnail. So that's why they always talk about In YouTube, your thumbnail has to be really good, your title, because you have to entice them to click it. TikTok doesn't do that. It's just like you scroll and something's there and it's playing immediately, which is good, but it's also means they're, they're going to give you less time to figure out if they actually care or not. So yeah. that first few seconds, you ha- and, and if you're doing something like I am, which is instructional... Like there's type different types of videos right there's entertainment where the first couple seconds is like something crazy or maybe it's it's a prank video so the first couple seconds briefly shows you what the prank's gonna be but then they try to entice you to stay through the whole thing but instructional content historically is not you know unless i'm trying to learn something it's not like razzle dazzle (laughs) and so uh so in that first few seconds though you got to make them feel like they're going to get value for not just scrolling straight by yeah. If you're spending like some first stuff and second saying, Hey, my name is Mike and I'm from Microsoft and you know, I blah, blah, they're scroll, you're gone. Um, <laughs> so I usually try and say as quick as I can, like, Hey, and this, this thing, you're going to learn how to do this. And, and for a lot of people who, you know, they're trying to learn something like, Oh, I'll, I'll stick along or stick around a little bit. So that's simple. The other thing that I started doing again, because TikTok's a very visual platform Is in those, in those first few seconds, like if I've got like three to four seconds and I'm just looking at a blank Excel spreadsheet or just a spreadsheet with numbers on it, um, that's pretty boring. (laughs) Um, even if I am saying I'm going to teach you something. So what I also started doing was just taking, you know, what they call B roll, which is like B roll and film. It's just like random parts of, of a recording that's happened that isn't you doing or saying something. It's just like, it's like when you show a montage of whatever, something happening, they call it B roll and you stitch that together. So I started taking clips of what might be the cool thing that you're going to learn, right? Like if you're going to learn how to do, um, you know, I did one the other day that, you know, how to turn on dark mode in Outlook calendar, which is pretty simple, but like a lot of people don't know how to do it. Um, you, you might show – and I would speed it up because you only get like a few seconds. So I'd speed up some B-roll that briefly shows like this Outlook dark calendar that looks kind of cool, but it's going by so fast. You, you can't even tell like exactly what I'm doing, but you know – I give you a taste of what you're going to get. Kind of like at the prank video where they show like, oh, you're going to see this funny thing, but you don't know what quite happened. So yeah. I started doing that a little bit. Again, that's just to try and have people not just scroll by stuff really fast. And then the – The other thing that I found, and again, this was an accident. I just, I didn't even realize it until I had, until this happened. So in my, in my videos, I would try and like, I have some demo accounts that I use like to make these videos. Right. So I have demo content, demo accounts, because I'm not going to show like my personal work email when I'm demoing Eddie's Outlook. (laughs) So, So I had... I had some demo accounts and i had like one of the demos guys his name was alex wilbur that's just a generic demo name that we use, used you know in all our accounts and i had there's just some generic names and so i had this video where i'm talking about i called it the career saver rule it's an outlook rule that it's like helpful to like if you're writing a flame mail and you want to take back your mail anyways i wrote that i did this video and on a whim you know I, I i'm using these characters and i'm like oh i sent this you know, I sent this mail to Alex because I'm really mad and, and I sent him a flame mail and I did this and then, oh, I don't want to send that mail to Alex. I need to like retract it. And and I, I just kind of walked through what I'm doing. And this video went viral, which was which is great. But, you know, I had like one point two million views. I think on, on TikTok, if you get like a million views, that's considered a viral video. And I've, I've yeah. got a few that have gotten over a million. So but the thing that was fascinating, because when you get a million views, you get all these comments, right? I had, like, thousands of comments. And people were just going off about Alex. They're like, <laughs> you should have just sent that flame mail to Alex. Like, he deserved it. <laughs> and it's just like – Oh, they mean like thousands of people are like leaving these crazy comments about alex and i'm like oh my god like they're getting way into the characters <laughs> and so so then i started so then i started having a little bit of fun and i've just, i've continued doing this because it's it's almost entertaining for myself too but instead of just having boring like okay i'm sending a mail to my manager or i'm doing this thing or i'm doing that thing i don't know if you guys saw the movie office space uh, with like Bill Lumberg and mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole TPS oh, reports yeah. and TPS cover sheets. So I created a demo account on my server for like Bill Lumberg. And so I in a lot of my videos now, they ha- if I'm making Word documents or I'm making meetings or I, I'm doing PowerPoints, I'm I half the time I'm ta- talking about, okay, here's the new like next generation TPS report that I've designed in Word or here's the, you know, I've got a meeting with Bill <laughs> Lumberg for the TPS report planning offsite or just... I'll put in these little references to office space or sometimes I'll throw on the office with like Dunder no, Michael Scott or Dunder Mifflin or Dwight Trude or whatever. But I just throwing in a little bit of humor um, and doing that on kind of on a regular basis for some people, not all, but there's a lot of people out there I feel like who appreciate that because it's just entertaining, right? It's just like, instead yeah. of saying like, this is Contoso and this is John, it's it's more like, Oh, Bill Lomberg sent me another TPS cover sheet designer <laughs> email. Oh, now I got to go do that, or whatever it might be. So that, love, those, those are some things that seem to work.
0: I love the vacuum test one. I think that was that oh, was. Yeah. That was that was just getting hot right when I uh, connected with you. Uh, it was one of the first ones that popped up when I found your account, and uh, I was laughing so hard. It was a good one. How do you make these things? I think yeah. we've got a few folks in the chat that are probably wondering, I want to do that too, but I don't have any idea. Do I use iMovie? Do I use Microsoft Movie or whatever the tool is on Windows these days? Like, what? how... How, how do you tackle it, and how do you do the vertical versus the landscape stuff? Right. I mean, I think that's yeah. where people freak out.
2: Well, what I and that's another one that I just sort of experimented around with. Where initially I did horizontal and posted them on TikTok, and that just looks bad. That I mean, just it's hard to amateur. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I totally. Well, and it's it's not always bad, but if you're doing software and it's horizontal, <laughs> mud, you're like, why well, can't you? So, um, what I. I did it. The, there's two ways to do it. And, and the other thing that I, that I learned on TikTok is that like, um, you know, lo-fi is fine. Like you, YouTube has like super fancy and, you know, professional grade video people and TikTok. I mean, there are a few people who make really fancy ones, but in general, the low. this is the funny thing on TikTok. And they say this and it's like true in many cases. The thing that you spend a lot of time on will get no views the thing that's like a throwaway i spent 40 seconds on will get a million views you're like what the and so uh and so initially what i did was cuz i'd seen some other people do this i would record so i use camtasia as my recording software and camtasia it's actually really good it's easy to use it's really for screen recording and it's really good for making tutorials it's, it's kind of what it's known for i would say uh it's not like uh you know whatever adobe or it's not it's not going to you're not going to make uh, the next terminator 8 movie or whatever on that but you're going to you can make how to guides really easy so i use camtasia but there's a lot of screen recording tools out there and what i would do initially was i would i would just film my screen and then you can take your phone in video in, in vertical mode and you can literally just film your laptop like this. like you play the video film your laptop and all the zooming is done by you <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, and uh, it sounds low grade, but I mean, it works a lot of my initial ones were done that way. And then I, after doing that for a while, I thought, well, you know, there's this process if I'd like make the video on, on um, Camtasia and then I do the filming, but like, sometimes it takes take me a few times to get it right. And I thought, well, maybe I'll just see if I can almost just like, as a, again, this is a pandemic hobby as far as i'm concerned because you know everyone's got time on the weekends and i'm like oh, i'll just you know learn how to make videos better on the weekends um so i started in camtasia there's project settings and so there's the default ones that are like whatever 920 by 1080 but you can set project settings to to be a frame or whatever you want wow. so i just set that to be so you could still have the whole video but it's like the window that where the video is appearing is like I don't know what it's like, 560 by, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's the vertical frame of TikTok. Yep. So then, so I'd still film my whole screen. And, I, and if I'm making vertical video, here's an example. If I have a Word or an Excel or Teams or whatever I'm filming, I actually make the window, not super narrow, but I make it like half screen. So I don't want the whole tool world to collapse, but I, if there's stuff happening... In the middle, and if I make the video smaller, it compresses it all. It just makes it so I'm ha- not having to zoom so far over the, all over the place. Because for some people, like that, when you go, you do that too much, and it's like disorienting. <laughs> so I would film the the feature, and then I would have that window on it. And then in Camtasia, you can move the. You can, it's called animate, but you just drag the window to the new place, and it'll just zoom it over. Uh, and so then I'm like, okay, well, usually the things are happening and not too much zooming. And then I would just go through, you know, I'd film like, you know, a 30 second video and then just make sure that I'm zooming in the right spots. And then the other thing that you learn on TikTok because you know, every second counts when when historically there's only been a one minute limit. They've just upped that to three minutes, by the way. Hmm. And yeah. they're adding playlists, which for me will be huge because I've right. got like a couple hundred videos and they're yeah. not organized by playlist. so once i have like a you know word excel powerpoint outlook that's going to make people's lives way easier to navigate that stuff yeah. but anyways so they're going after youtube if, if anyone's like <laughs> confused about what they're doing they're going after youtube which i think is great right just like more competition the better yeah um but then the, the last thing is is that uh i i also put the camtasia has the little follow the cursor thing like the little yellow like mm. a lot of these a lot of these um, corporate training or, or screen recording tools let you just drag a feature that, that puts a, hi- a halo highlighter on your cursor, yeah. which yeah. especially on TikTok, people will appreciate because you can follow, like yeah. trying to follow a little mouse can be hard a cursor. And then the last thing I learned is that a lot of times you have gaps or like when you're talking and take both TikTok and YouTube, but especially TikTok, uh, like have these real compressed, like you don't want to leave a three second gap of like, and, um, mm. then you go do this thing and tend to, and big bread. You know, so I just, you could chop all that stuff out with editing. So it'll compress it tighter. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah. One of the things I was wondering about was with the short time limit with TikTok, um, how you actually help people know where they're going, but the highlighting of, of, you know, and targeting, etc., is, is a definite advantage in that, uh, from that. Regard. And you can add captions too. So you can say right. like,
2: Click the sys button and do that button. So they, I think they said something like, some huge yeah, amount, thirty to forty percent of people listen to TikTok with the volume off, like hmm. they might be <laughs> sitting in a place with that. You're, exactly, you're. And then, then
1: you're they're... on the yeah, you're on the bus and there's noise around you. Whether you, you can't even hear it, even if you had the volume on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's I mean even in um, in our e-learning world, that's a thing that uh, that we have to remind people to keep in. Uh, as part of their focus as well, is re- remembering that not everybody is going to be in a place or has headphones or etc. Yeah. So, yeah, Brent yeah. Brents, Brent's uh, pulled
0: your TikTok up there. There we um, go. Just in case anybody hasn't clicked the link in the chat yet, would get a little uh, get a little visual here. Yeah, I I love the the labels and the um, the text on top is super cool. Uh, Cassie mentioned the chip test. There's that one. Oh yeah, that, that, awesome was, a, that was that was a one. follow up.
2: So that was one actually that both of those teams ones for the the vacuum test and the chip test. And, and I've done this sometimes that was a YouTube video I made. that got pretty popular and it was longer. It was like, I don't know, five minutes. And, but I was able to just, that's what I did originally. I actually re re chopped up stuff that I already had. And so I didn't have to like refilm that when I had that, I, I re edited it, but I just stuck it into a minute of that part of it. And then I made another one about the chip test, which is in the same video where I just chopped a part in.
0: Do you upload this stuff using the, the browser on your desktop or everything is on the mobile app?
2: The uploads I do on mobile because the mm-hmm. all the editing on TikTok is on mobile. You can't do it on the browser. Okay. I think you can upload on the browser, but I don't think you can edit it on the browser.
0: Sure. Oh, yeah. they got, It looks like they have a little cloud up here for uploading uh, yeah, I haven't done that so before. Kind of. Oh, um... know, one more
2: thing, actually. Just from I, I've seen my own profile. One more thing that I learned over time is that make that first line on your profile about the value that you're going to give whoever is looking at it. So I I have like, hey, you can learn Microsoft stuff on here, and they say like you're. Pro- a lot of people just put a bunch of random stuff in their profile, but they say. Have that profile, like make the first line be about what's the value that you're going to give to whoever is going to be checking out your account. So
1: Thank I did that. Too. So what kind of editing stuff do you do in TikTok then, as opposed to, you know, working um, in, in a video editing tool on, on your desktop?
2: Um, in TikTok, what you do is like I add things like the, um, you can add the titles, that like the little colored titles, the, okay. the cover page. I will often add I don't add like word for word captions, but like if I'm going to menus, if I'm saying like, go to the V menu and click the settings button, I when that part of the video is going by on TikTok, you can add the text that'll say like, view then settings or whatever you want to say, and you you set the duration of how long will that thing stay up on screen. So if, if for like the next four seconds, and I don't put it for every single thing, I try to put a caption on for things that are actually important. Because when you have a mouse highlighter, you can kind of see what's happening for the most part, even if you're not listening, like, with volume. But then I will um, – I'll put that on. And then you can add – sometimes I'll, you can add, like, stickers. Like, something like, – you see that one, that top secret thing? I don't know if you see oh. that um, right there. You scrolled by that little folder, file folder. Like, sometimes I'll put, like, a sticker. Like, they have got little goofy stickers. Or, like, I got Darth Vader on the dark mode one. Um <laughs> And then you can add music and a lot of times I'll add the office theme in the background. Sometimes (laughs) I'll add the other thing with TikTok that's kind of interesting and I don't do it that much is they have trending music. So what that means is certain songs hit these on TikTok is very trend oriented. Like I don't do the trends historically. I actually did one yesterday for the first time, which is that when I was talking about Brent, but (laughs) the way the TikTok music works is certain songs will get really popular, like really fast. So like... Within the next day or two, some song gets used by someone that gets 20 million views and then everyone is like jumps on that song. And TikTok will push out videos to people's homepage. It's called the For You page. So the, the page that a lot of people just, it's like the YouTube homepage where it'll just surface videos for you based on what you've done before and you don't have to yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah. That's the TikTok. It's called the For You page. So TikTok will put video more videos on that For You page. If you're using trending sounds or you're doing the latest trend. So if that oh, okay. makes sense, so if you're using certain songs or certain sounds, you have a much better chance of showing up for random people's for you page. And that's the place you okay. want to be because that's where your video gets pushed out to more people who haven't seen you maybe before. And then the, then there's a chance they'll follow you. So people are always trying to get on these trends so they can try and get on the people's for you page.
1: And and TikTok k- takes care of like the licensing then for 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 songs like like yeah, using yeah. the office theme etc. So you're yep. you're you're not uh, <laughs> I don't know you're not going to get a notice about uh, someone oh now monetizing your video not that it's ever happened. Uh, yeah. Before. <laughs> <a YouTube>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so that they take care of all that and so and a lot of times yeah. it's not the whole song like a lot of times yeah, artists yeah. I don't know how they work it out but like there'll be a thirty second clip of and they've got like everything I mean they have. For my vacuum right. one, I, they've got, I, I figured they would have, because they've got everything. Uh, for if you're old as me, Go you're in your quiet, Riot and uh, come on, feel the noise. And so for my vacuum test, I had a little, I had the opening part of having like, come on, feel the noise, little clip. But you can find silly stuff like that easier. My dark mode, I'll get like the Darth Vader, Empire Strikes Back theme in the
1: background, you know? Fine. So stuff like that. We're all worthless and weak. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I remember that. Listen, there's a couple of questions uh, that I want to yeah. pop to. Um, and so a couple of folks, okay. um, Jen is asking as well. Jen and Jill are both asking asking about, you know, how is it possible to put like any security around the, the, the TikTok stuff for, uh, you know, internal use only? Um, or is it strictly going to be just a, a, pub, a public broadcasting?
2: You can, I don't think there's an internal to your company, but you can make your TikToks private. So there are people who say, like only people who follow me or only certain people can see the videos that I make so that you can private your videos and there's, there's permission control, but you
1: can't wire it up to your company, at least from what I understand. Yeah. I'm going to bet that that's not probably enough for most organizations to be uh, comfortable in our space. Yep. 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 Um, an ML is asking how much storyboarding do you do for these? None. Well, I was just
0: going to say,
2: (laughs) uh, I mean, For YouTube videos, I would like if I'm doing a bunch of videos, I'll put the order of what I want to do. But I'm not. I don't do a lot of storyboards. I mean, now that said, sometimes, um, sometimes I'll go through something and I'll be like, ah, that didn't work. Or, oh, this is going to take too long. There's no way it's going to fit in a minute. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But in general, I don't do. I, I try to pick stuff that's also pretty short. Right. Just the 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 thing that people have that resonates with a lot of people is that. I'm just showing them like one thing in 30 seconds, right? There's like oh, yeah. not a big commitment to like thinking or learning too much. I just got to like grasp this one thing. So yeah, yeah. that seems to,
1: to resonate. And a factor in this too, is that you are already uh, a very knowledgeable person about all of these tasks. It's not that. Uh, you could you can just fire them off basically, and yeah, uh, and take care of them as opposed to someone who has to think about oh, what I'm going to do, you know, uh, as which is a com- more common thing in uh, in story in storyboarding for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, this is one thing that I learned also through this process, and this is what I will tell people: I'll say, um, Twitter is great for talking about new features. YouTube is great for talking about brand new features. TikTok mm. is actually the reverse. TikTok is least common denominator. TikTok is, uh, I, and this is what I—the thing that I learned early on was I was trying to put out like, "There's a brand new feature, check it out," or "Here's how to do something really complicated mm. that, that's cool," and on TikTok they would just totally not work. Like, you know, I'd get very few views, and then I'd show something like one of my more recent one. You know, you'd be like show someone how to, how to do something basic in word or out like this existed for 20 years viral. (laughs) And you're like, Oh my God, (laughs) like thing. And so what I, what I actually started doing is, okay, I'm just going to do like the most simple, basic things that are helpful that I might think I learned how to do that, you know, on day two at Microsoft 26 years ago. Um, but Guess what? There's bajillions of people who never knew that and and, or weren't even born when I was learning how to do that. So, (laughs) right. um, So I actually rarely put brand new features on TikTok because I like because it's like the, the vast majority of people who are looking at TikTok aren't looking for brand new things. But YouTube, they are. And YouTube has a lot of competition of like there's 50 people saying, here's the latest thing. Check it out in my video. And so people will often go to YouTube or Twitter is even like newer new, but, but TikTok Mm -hmm. is like the reverse of that. So, and I just do it that way. If I'm talking about new features, I'll often do it on Twitter. Then I'll maybe make a YouTube video. And then I'm, and then I'm like talking to the word team to tell me a feature from 25 years ago that I'll put on TikTok.
0: (laughs) 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 I find too that with TikTok, it is, it is the, It's the entertainment value and the fun value. It's almost like it's mandatory to be fun in order to just get anybody to care. Like they may not actually think that they care about whatever little thing you're showing them in Microsoft word. They may not be out there looking for it, but because Mm -hmm. like you said, you put the song in or you put a clip from the office or you made it otherwise engaging and entertaining in some way they they stick around and look and at the end of the 30 seconds or whatever they're like oh and that was a pretty cool tip i yeah. might remember that next time i jump into word
2: you know yeah no exactly like to me a perfect and, and on tiktok like the captions and the little little stickers matter because that that might get someone to stop scrolling right and like a recent one of those like you're saying Brent that that stunned me is that I made a, again, a throwaway video. I, I, I literally probably spent like 20 seconds making this video. Um, and it was about in Word, there is a shortcut that instead of the regular underline, like you have like five words and control U that everyone's known for like a billion years. Um, you say, it's like, I, I think it's control W will underline every word instead of underline the whole word, right? And that's existed in Word for I don't know, 30 years. Yeah. And there's another one if you highlight you want to double underline it's like some other shortcut key so i just made a video it's like hey there's the regular underline but check this out like underline every word to do this other word double underline which which is fine but what i did was and i didn't really plan or think about it too hard is i said the title of the video was like make fancy uh, fancy word underlines and then i had like a little glistening tiara sticker <laughs> and and like so many, like that video got like almost 400,000 views. And so many people were like, oh, like the TR, I wanna know how to do fancy word. You know, it was almost like that thing, like you said, got them to the point that, you know, did the, did the underline every word change their life? Like, probably not.
0: <laughs> do you know but... how many resumes now have fancy underlines <laughs> <Yeah>. on them? <laughs> <laughs> so that can,
2: the, the sort of the caption and the way you package it. Um, for fun or whatever can, can definitely make it. But,
0: I mean, I, I, I appreciate it a lot because it's, it was interesting because I just had, I, got, I think it was a LinkedIn conversation with some folks uh, or maybe it was Twitter. I can't remember, but we were talking about fun and, and we're always grousing on about how in corporate training you can't have any fun because you know, everybody thinks something else is funny and you can't be too funny because you don't want to offend somebody inside the corporate space and you don't want people to get sued and compliance training is serious. And so you can't be funny and all that kind of stuff. And so I just, I really enjoy the fact that it it you know, that you can take some liberties in a tool like TikTok, especially when the powers that be are kind of brushing it off as just kind of a, ah, whatever, let him let that, let that Tholfson guy do whatever he's doing over there, you know, and, and to get people excited about learning. And at least, even if it's just a little tiny thing, like a, a tip or a trick for a piece of software, I think it's super cool. And I do, by the way, for those people asking those questions in the, ask a question section at the bottom of the screen. Um, It is, I think these are the types of things that we can start doing. So I, I think the big punchline for today is, and maybe you've got some extra tips. Um, you know, people are probably wondering how can we do something like this internally? And I don't necessarily think it's let's use TikTok inside of corporate it's let's look at what makes TikTok cool and why people enjoy learning on it and see if we can take that same concept and apply it in those corporate-only mm-hmm. platforms. Am, am I too far off, you think? No,
2: I, I think, I mean, here's some great examples that Microsoft, separate from TikTok, I think Microsoft has done a really cool job about this in the last few years. So speaking of compliance training, you know, that that is has been a, dreaded training, at least at Microsoft, because it's so dry historically. It'd be like, I got to sit here for an hour and like get the most driest thing. So what the what the compliance team did, it was brilliant. Like three to four years ago, they made all their compliance and our standards of business contact, standards of business conduct trainings into these, like they made it like a drama series, like a, like a mystery drama series with like humor and actors. They even had like behind the scenes bloopers but they had these, all these characters doing, doing the compliance and standards of business conduct. And it was completely engaging. And it'd be like, they name each one season. So this year was like season four, find out what happens to so-and-so
1: <laughs>
2: and and people love it. Like people look forward to the standards of business conduct training now, I swear to God, it's amazing. <laughs> and and then the other thing they did was some of the security ones, they use total humor and like they they, so they've swapped it all out. Like I think they got enough feedback hmm. that said these trainings are like killing people. Like they want to tear their eyes out when they're done. Like can we do something about that? And they've made them really entertaining. So it works.
1: That's pretty cool. I, I, one of the things we 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 forget, um, and I mean the TikTok, the 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 stickers and other things that you're talking about, even just the you know the casualness or the music, etc. But um, a few years ago, one of the big phrases in marketing was delight and surprise people, and I think a lot of that is what makes TikTok effective. It's the little the little thing, whether it's a, a little piece of music that catches you or the or the little sticker, the tiara, um, and we 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 don't seem to make enough use of that in in the general e-learning world either, but. Gosh, being able to make, uh, uh, yeah, season four uh, of, of a series or whatever—that's it ties right into that. That whole little element of of the unexpected or or the slightly, you know, the little delightful, but uh, it has that ripple effect in, in in engaging people.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were literally people across Microsoft. What was the character's name? Like everyone was even referring to the character. I can't remember the the main guy's name. Oh, Nelson. His name was Nelson. And like literally people across Microsoft internally outside of standards and business conduct, they're like, I can't wait to see what happens with Nelson this season. And people are talking about it.
0: Dressing up like Nelson for yeah. Halloween. <laughs>
1: Seriously.
0: <laughs> and so uh, a couple of things as we're wrapping up here. Are are you experimenting or currently mocking any other new tools? <laughs>
2: That's a good question. You don't know why. I've been a little bit, and this, this was not a new one. I've actually, cause what a lot of people do is they'll take their TikToks and put them on Instagram reels. Cause Instagram has like 30 second things. So I've been experimenting and putting a few things on Instagram, but again, I don't use, I don't really use Instagram for anything. I've put some work stuff on it. So that, that one's not a forward experiment. That's almost like a, a backwards experiment, but other than that, probably not. <laughs> I got and, enough going on.
0: <laughs> and and have you become kind of an internal rock star now that you're such a TikTok hero?
2: Well, it, I wouldn't say that, but I would say it, it there are some people who have been learning about like how, what's been happening and they're they're kind of stunned. At the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's like, I thought that was for 10 year olds or whatever. <laughs> and and so there are actually some product teams internally who have reached out and they're and they're like, Hey, how, like tell me more about what you've been doing because we have folks that might want to start experimenting with this too to help again just usage engagement community building all those good things so yeah it's uh it surprised a lot of people internally I think who are finding out
0: uh, it's super cool yeah I absolutely love it for sure loads of fun loads of fun
1: um yeah probably just a quick reminder let's wrap up here but uh oh, yeah indeed. I'll raise my handles again yeah, totally indeed. Uh, indeed. In and I mean,
0: uh, I, I'm not sure why I'm not hearing my audio. Can you hear the sound? Oh, well, because you know what, Brent? You got to turn it up. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Here's the funny. end of show audio coming at you.
1: <laughs> Mike, thanks so much for joining us here today. Folks, check out Mike's links that he just put in the chat there. Um, we'll see everybody again next week. And in the meantime, dance through to next Wednesday, guys. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks don't for forget- having
0: me. Absolutely. Our pleasure,
1: Mike. Yep. Super
0: good to hang out with you again, Mike. We'll have yeah. to catch up some more.
1: It's been
2: cool.
0: All right. Take care. And everybody check us out on our LinkedIn group, the uh, Instructional Designers in Offices Drinking Coffee group. Check that out. Uh, I can drop a link into the chat as well, I think. But in the meantime.
1: Yep. Thanks for the great chat. Thanks for the great questions, gang. And
0: we'll see you all next week. Woohoo! I'm gonna go TikTok. How about you, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I know where I'm up, but I'm up. <laughs> oh, wait, that's something I have to download, right? There we go. That's and I'm all out of coffee. Here we go.
2: Thanks again, Mike.